Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Monday, February 15th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, riding solo today because the power is out in Dallas. So Coach is going to rest up, focus on hand-building his lineups like we always do, and get everybody ready for tonight. Coming off a big day yesterday, Coach gave out some great lineups, top 1% to 2% on FanDuel, winners across the board. So my job today is to get us on track to do it again here on Monday. We've got a seven-game slate. Thank you all for tuning in. Taking a big-picture look at today's slate, five of the 14 teams are involved in a back-to-back. We don't have a 230 game, our magic number, in terms of a total, but we do have a 240 game on betus.com.pa, our presenting sponsor. It's that late-night hammer, Brooklyn and Sacramento, looking to redefine the term late night hammer tonight with that 243 number. So we're going to have to find some value with these first six games to be able to pay up for a couple stars in that one. So let's start out with game one here on the early tip, like we always do. It's the Bulls and Pacers at 7 o'clock, 226 total. A lot of the a handful of games here right in that 226, 227 range. Pacers favored by five and a half tonight. Injury news, we've got Wendell Carter Jr. questionable for the Bulls and Doug McDermott questionable for the Pacers. He's been starting recently playing 30 or more minutes. So this is a big domino. We're not sure what will happen here. We're recording this early in the afternoon um, on Monday. By the way, apologize for the slight slight delay today in getting this posted because of that weather outage uh, with Coach. But uh, Doing our best here with the the uh, the cold that's sweeping the nation. So uh, that's the good thing is we get to focus in on hoops, and that's what keeps us warm on days like this. So with the Pacers, we'll wait and see on that news. Sabonis is is the guy we look to target first for the Pacers. His price tag's reasonable on uh, DraftKings at 9100, and the Bulls are 25th defensively and third in pace. So it's a great scenario there. You look at what Julius Randle did against the Bulls recently. He played very well, and I think Sabonis and Randle are very similar with their game, not just the fact that they're lefty. So, you know, I think you can use that uh, to predict that Sabonis should have a strong game, but do we want to pay up for him? There are some guys later in the slate, the other stars that are in a slightly better position, in my opinion. So he's not in my first lineup. With the rest of the Pacers, we also like to attack this Bulls backcourt, and I dug a little bit deeper with Brogdon and McConnell because of that. Now, Brogdon has really taken a step back recently. If you look at his last 20 games, he hasn't had a single game over 10 assists, and in his last six games, he's been under 20 points every every game. And of course, who's been picking up the slack there? It's TJ McConnell coming off the bench and just forcing himself into the rotation And he's been so productive in those same last six games. He's had over 12 assists three times. Now, he hasn't been scoring as much as Brogdon, of course, but he's been paying off his his price tag uh, very consistently here recently. So he is in play for me at 5,200. I like that price tag on DraftKings. The problem is, as you start to play with this slate a little bit, on DraftKings specifically, there's a lot of guys who are point guard only. Uh, I'll, I'll highlight a couple of them now. Russell Westbrook, uh, James Harden, 
And so you can't play all three of those guys if you want to play two centers. And there are a couple centers I'm interested in. So that's going to be the battle here, trying to figure out which point guards and centers to play on DraftKings. Uh, I'll have to wait and see about who starts for Indiana. Uh, does Lamb get back out there if uh, McDermott is out? Uh, but probably not going to go to either of those guys. I'll probably look at Sabonis or McConnell. And then, of course, with Brogdon, despite all those stats, this would be the perfect bounce-back spot for him. So could he get it done? Absolutely. GPP option there. On the Bulls side, we'd like to start our analysis with Levine. And if you look at when the Bulls played the Pacers earlier this season, he didn't play very well. But that's when the Pacers had Oladipo and T.J. Warren out there guarding him. And neither one of those guys, of course, will be out there tonight. So it could be a little bit easier sledding for Levine, but he's expensive. So he's not going to be in my primary build tonight either. Potential value plays for the Bulls. Garrett Temple, if he starts again, decent price. Not great in terms of getting ceiling games, but he's playable. Sadoransky off the bench. He's only 3,900 as a point guard on FanDuel, and he's been getting more minutes lately, uh, upwards of 20 to uh, high 20s, 30 minutes. And so you could use him as a value play to try to pay up elsewhere. All right, game two, the other 7 o'clock Eastern game, Houston in the nation's capital to play the Wizards. Houston, the one-and-a-half-point favorites, 227-and-a-half total. And we've got a great situation here on paper with the pace. Wizards number one in pace, Houston number seven. They will be without Oladipo tonight. And on the Wizards side, how about this? Russell Westbrook is going to play on the second night of a back-to-back. Could that be because it's his former team, Houston, coming to town? I know Coach likes to think so, and we had a chance to chat about this game earlier. He is all about the Russell Westbrook and John Wall narrative tonight, and I support that as well. I think they're both in play because of it. Wall is certainly going to try to get after it on his former home court. Westbrook uh, is just an animal and, you know, he doesn't need any extra motivation, but when he gets it, watch out. So he's in play for me on both sites. Uh, You know, I'll probably take a step back from Beal. I don't see the need to play them both together here. I think Westbrook probably takes the lead and would be the guy that I would lean towards tonight. Ish Smith is still out. Neto would be the GPP option off the bench. 3,700 on FanDuel is playable for me. The other news, by the way, Garrison Matthews questionable, and he has been in the starting lineup with guys out. So we'll wait and see what happens there. But with the rest of the Wizards starting lineup, if Mo Wagner starts again, I I like his price on both sides, especially DraftKings. He's only 3,200 as a center. He's one of those centers I was referencing earlier. On FanDuel, he's a power forward, say, at 4,100. I think that's a great value. And if you look at what happened yesterday, I was watching that game against the Celtics. I thought he looked good, energetic on both ends, involved. And he only played, I believe, 22 minutes. And if you look at some of the recent patterns with Scott Brooks, he has played his starters lighter minutes on the front end of a back-to-back and then allowed them to play much bigger minutes on the second night. And that's what we have here. So I think Wagner is in a good spot here. We're not too concerned with Cousins and his defense lately. And by the way, he's only been playing 
22 to 26 minutes most nights. So Wagner's a, a, in a good spot for me. Rui Hachimura would be a, a lower-owned option in this game. Reasonable price tag, and he's one of those guys that will certainly benefit from bigger minutes tonight if he gets it. On the Houston side, let's just let's get Wall out there in some lineups, and uh, we, we know that he can be productive as they kind of baby him with his minutes and his games played. And uh, Kemba Walker was, was certainly strong against Washington yesterday. I think Kemba and Wall have a similar game in that they'll penetrate, they will pull up and, and hit the mid-range shot, and then Wall certainly has more size to get to the rim, and then they occasionally shoot threes, and I, I think Wall you know, has a good opportunity here against this poor Wizards defense. Gordon has been playing well, but I don't know if I'm going to get you know four guys from this game. I, I don't think I'm going to do that, so I don't think I'm going to play Wall and Gordon together. Uh, the value guys off the bench for Houston, Sterling Brown I think is worth mentioning because he's gotten 25 and 26 minutes recently with Oladipo still out. House is a value price in the low 4K range on both sides, but he has really been shooting poorly. Two games in a row, terrible numbers. And when I saw him play uh, recently, he was shooting air balls. It was terrible. It was like he was hoping to hit the rim and maybe have a chance to make it, just not shooting with any amount of confidence whatsoever. So he would be GPP only for me, and he's way down on the depth chart. All right, let's get to game three. Atlanta in New York. So we've got Trey Young in the Big Apple. This is a 217.5 total, tied for the lowest number on the board. Atlanta, the two-point road favorites. And Rondo is out for Atlanta, and Tony Snell is questionable. On the New York side, we've got Mitchell Robinson out for an extended period of time now, and Nilakina is still out. So let's start with Atlanta. Trey Young was excellent against the Knicks earlier this season, 31 points, 14 assists. He's a little bit pricey on this slate, though, with these other guards. So he's not in my first lineup. My man, Kevin Herter, probably the guy I'd be most likely to play tonight from Atlanta, coming off another double-double with assists. And he's still 5,700 on FanDuel. That's where I like him a little bit. 6,200 on DraftKings is also playable. Uh, Gallinari would be the value play off the bench. 4,500 as a small forward on FanDuel is playable. There are a handful of guys in that price range on FanDuel that I like as a small forward. So that's going to be another difficult decision area for us tonight. On the Knicks side, Coach and I agree that this is not the time to get involved with those guards. And, you know, you think, well, let's attack Trey Young. Yeah, we, we like to do that. But the minutes are split and... Peyton's been inconsistent, and now we've got multiple guys coming off the bench who can get involved and, and spike on any night with Quickly and Rose and Burks. So we're looking to avoid that situation tonight, and I don't like R.J. Barrett either. With all these guys now, he just hasn't gotten the dominant minutes and usage he was getting at the beginning of the season for Tibbs. Randall's still playable for me. He was excellent against Atlanta earlier. He had a 28-17-9 game. He hasn't been quite as productive recently either. So uh, I've been trending away from Barrett and Randall recently. 
Noel will be popular, of course, with Robinson out. And he's at a decent price. Nice uh, option here on FanDuel is that he's a power forward tonight, 4,800. So he's that value play with Wagner. And I, if I had to pick one, I'm going to lean Wagner tonight at 4,100, save that 700, and then move on. All right. The next four games are a little bit later in the night. We've got Philly and Utah at 9 o'clock Eastern, 227 total. Utah favored by 7.5. They have been on quite a roll. And now it's an exciting matchup with Philly, two of the uh, better teams in the NBA in terms of record. And nice matchup here offensively, both top 12 in offensive efficiency, but they're both top five defensively. Philly fifth, Utah second. And Utah's pace at 21st doesn't help either. So it's a decent total, but, you know, two really good defenses against those two good offenses. And with all these star players and two teams that are expected to be you know, really contending come playoff time, at least get to that final four in each conference, you know, if not push for the conference finals, this will be a fun game to watch. We do have a big question mark, though. It's Mr. Embiid. He is questionable with the back. He did play in Phoenix, so hopefully he'll get out there tonight. It's not a back-to-back. It's an island game for both teams. He's very expensive if he does play. Uh, 10-7 on FanDuel. Going up against Gobert, it's a GPP option. I think a coach likes it a little bit more than me. You know, obviously we're going to continue to play with the bills and see what news pops up. Uh, if we get some more news, maybe, but I'm, I'm looking to probably spend elsewhere with my big budget players. If he does happen to sit, I'll plug Dwight Howard in there on both sites at 3,600. Even if he's not starting, uh, he's when we've seen this recently, even if Tony Bradley starts, Dwight usually gets better minutes and is more involved. So I'll play Dwight Howard if Embiid sits. And if Embiid sits, then all of a sudden these other guys are more attractive as a potential one-off, Tobias Harris, uh, Seth Curry. But, you know, not looking to get too heavily involved in this game. On the Utah side, we still have some opportunity there because Conley's out again. So Donovan Mitchell, Ingles, and Clarkson are all playable for me. My favorite price tag on either site would be Ingles as a small forward at 4900 He's one of those guys in that price range I was, I was referencing earlier. I think that's uh, a, a nice value here. He's really heavily involved as a starter with Conley out. All right, three games to go. They are the 10 o'clock games, and we're going to start with Cleveland in Golden State, 226.5 total. Golden State favored by nine. And this is a back-to-back for Cleveland. And again, big news. Like every slate in the NBA and almost every game. This one's a little bit different, though. It's Andre Drummond on the trading block. So uh, the reports came out today that Cleveland is not going to play him while they look to trade him. So we'll see where he ends up. That'll be fun to, to keep an eye on. But in the meantime... We have Jared Allen now as finally just manning the paint all by himself. He's got to be excited about this. And I like his price tag. It's 6700 on DraftKings as a center. Over on Fandle, he's a power forward at 6900 And what a great opportunity for him 
going up against Golden State with Looney and Wiseman still out. Draymond is probable. He had that knee issue uh, this weekend. That looked a little bit scary, that non-contact injury, but he said he was going to play after that game, and so hopefully he will be able to get out there and, and be healthy. Even if he does, though, it's Draymond and Juan Toscano-Anderson against Allen, and you know I like Allen to pay off that price tag in that situation. So he'll be out there for me, and I think you could go with another guy from Cleveland. I think Garland is a value at 5,500 on both sites. Uh, you know, he's got the benefit of potential Steph Curry defense and Golden State's number two pace. That plays into Garland's hands. But again, he's one of those point guard only eligible players. So it's harder to get him in the lineup on DraftKings. The value play for me here with Cleveland is Chetty Osmond. He's a guy who's had inconsistent minutes recently, but he got 25 minutes last time out. And again, with one fewer guy in the rotation, that being Drummond, I would expect Osmond to get similar minutes here. And at 3,300 on DraftKings, you know, he's one way you can get your guys like Westbrook and Harden here later in the slate into your lineup. So I like Osmond here. On the Golden State side, you can't ever count out Steph to absolutely, absolutely smash and get 50 points real life, 60 or 70 in fantasy. Cleveland had some strong defensive numbers earlier in the season, but now they've really been trending down. They're now 23rd as a team, and Steph has been so hot. So he's playable, but again, a lot of excellent point guard options here tonight. Juan Toscano-Anderson, I think, is a fine value play here, mid-4K range on both sites. And if anything happens with Draymond, Eric Paschal really steps up as a potential target. 3,700 DraftKings, 3,900 on FanDuel as a center. So it's kind of funny how these traditional bigs like Wagner and Noel are power forwards and Pascal is the center. So just keep an eye on the news with Draymond there. By the way, you can follow us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. We post news there. You can follow me at Language Olympic. You can follow the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And our main Shane, who's doing NBA podcasts on Thursday now, he is at D-E-T Sports Shane. So be sure to reach out to us on Twitter. We love interacting with you there. Uh, so that's about it. You know, I'm actually more interested in Cleveland because of Allen and then maybe a one-off with Golden State. Next, we have Miami against the Clippers. And we got to slow the pace down here now. 217.5 is the total. Clippers favored by three. They're coming in on a back-to-back after beating Cleveland easily last night without Kawhi. He's questionable tonight, as is Paul George. We'll see if he gets back in the mix. That will change things a lot for that team. Although I'm not too thrilled about playing the Clippers tonight, Miami has gotten themselves organized defensively. They're now eighth in that department. And the pace here, 24th and 27th. So not a great situation here for DFS upside. If Kawhi and Paul George are both out, obviously that changes things. You could go with Reggie Jackson in the 4K range. Lou Lou Williams was dominant as a starter last night. He's pricey, though, in the mid-6K range. Uh, If Kawhi plays, then I'm uh, unlikely to play any of these guys. On the Miami side, 
Dragic is out. Gabe Vincent is probable. Nunn and Hero are both options for me because Dragic is out. Uh, Nunn is slightly cheaper. He's the point guard in terms of position eligibility on FanDuel. Hero is a shooting guard at 5,700 tonight. I like that price tag a little bit. He's been getting around 30 minutes, uh, dominating the play off of the bench. He hasn't been shooting it lights out, but decent opportunity for him here, especially if Paul George is out, one less defender to try and slow him down. And if Lou Williams is coming off the bench, uh, you know he's not as strong defensively, so Hero gets a little bit of a bump there. Don't think I'll pay up for Butler or Bam tonight. All right, last game of the night. It is the late-night hammer. Brooklyn and Sacramento, the 243 total. Brooklyn favored by four. And this is just a terrific situation on paper. Brooklyn fourth in pace, Sacramento 12th. Brooklyn third offensively, Sacramento 11th. And they're both in the bottom 10 defensively. In fact, Sacramento is last in the NBA. So that's great. And we have Durant out. But this is the front end of a back-to-back for Brooklyn. So that's a a bit of concern. And it's a back-to-back for Sacramento. They lost to Memphis by 14 at home last night. We know that Fox has been a little bit iffy with uh, injury tags, questionable tags every night. Bagley's been out. He's questionable again. So do they both play? What do they have left in the tank? Uh, the, the the, The point I'm getting at is, Does Brooklyn just run them out of the gym by draining threes for three quarters? And then they sit their guys to to rest up for Phoenix tomorrow. And, uh, you know, what what does Sacramento have left in the tank defensively where they're so weak? So if you get multiple stars in this game, you just have to hope that it stays close. And if it does, watch out because it'll be a shootout. And I'm looking first and foremost at Mr. Harden. He is the most expensive guy here, but you know he's been excellent even with Durant, getting double-digit assists, content to be the facilitator and still get his 15 to 20 points and payoff value. So now with Durant out, just a tremendous opportunity for him. Kyrie Irving also in play for me. Uh, there's no reason they both can't be excellent without Durant against Sacramento. In terms of value plays, Joe Harris is a guy that I have not been playing if all three stars are out there. Just don't think there's enough to go around for him. Even if he hits five or six threes, uh, that's just not enough for me. But he's playable. Uh, He's another guy, 4,900 as a small forward on FanDuel. I think he's worth considering. Jeff Green as a power forward, 4,700. He's tougher to get to on FanDuel because of the other value plays uh, with Allen and... Wagner and Noel, but you know he's you know he's just a guy that I'm going to keep thinking about, especially on DraftKings. I'm more likely to get him in more lineups over there with the flexibility. 5100 is is fair. We have DeAndre Jordan probable tonight, so we're not sure about that starting lineup. Over on that Sacramento side, great opportunity for Fox in the 8K range against Brooklyn's bad defense. Uh, and he didn't have to play big minutes last night against Memphis because Coach Walton sat uh, Fox down the stretch. Corey Joseph was out there, so he should have enough left in the tank. And then Heald is in play, but a little bit pricey. 
and we'll keep an eye on the Bagley news. When he's been out, Bielitz has been stepping up. Last two games, 28 and 27 minutes, and he's been very productive. They seem to be showcasing him for a potential trade. So there's a value play you could look at. He's a little bit cheaper over on DraftKings. He's only 4000 I like that. Don't know if I'll get to Halliburton or Holmes tonight. Uh, they could get involved if you were doing a big game stack here. But Halliburton's a little bit pricey for me if we have Fox back in the starting lineup. So that wraps up our seven-game slate. I tried to breeze through it here because uh, it is early afternoon now. We want to get it up as soon as we can. Would like to invite you in to join us as a member if you haven't already. If you want to grab our lineups, we give out full FanDuel cash lineups that you can plug and play and a full GPP lineup on FanDuel every night. Then on DraftKings, we give out the coach's clipboard to our members about 20 minutes before lock with highlighted core plays and pivots so you can build out your lineup. And we give out a full Yahoo lineup. That's been doing really well. So if you play Yahoo, great, great space for you. Been having a lot of fun with our members. Great community. So we'd love to have you join us. If you want to do that, just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com. We have a three-day membership now if you want to just try us out or the week membership. Or we have our three-month package for $199. You'll save, uh, save money there. And if you're into sports betting, here's the other tremendous offer that continues to be there. Thanks to our partners at BetUS. If you can make your first deposit at betus.com.pa for $199, you get to use that money there and you get a free three-month membership with us. So you simply can't beat it. We'd love to have you basically for the rest of the NBA season, and you'll get our MLB coverage when that starts up, as well as our PGA lineups every week. So use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, when you make that first deposit at betus.com.pa. Then reach out to us on Twitter and let us know that you've done it. Again, at DFS Coach Talk. Then we'll get you into our Discord with an email. All right, on your way out, if you don't mind, hit the like button and subscribe on YouTube. We are going to continue to bring these podcasts to you seven days a week in front of the paywall, even if the power is out in Dallas. So fingers crossed that it'll be back on by tomorrow and we get Coach back in here where he feels most comfortable and where we all love seeing him. So thank you all for tuning in today. Good luck with your lineups tonight. If you have any questions, reach out to us on Twitter. And in the meantime, we will get ready to build our lineups tonight, and then we'll see you tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.